Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science likes fancy dress parties. I'm Andy Stapleton and joining me today are Christopher T. Bag Gibson. G'day. And Cameron Schmoopy Shira. Good results, Andy, and uh, good reviewers' comments to you, Chris. I was so thrown by Teabag that I I just I mumbled g'day. I'm sorry, everyone. I think normally he says my name first, actually. I like to mix it up. I like to mix it up because I I like it both equally. I don't like change. No. All right. I'll I'll swap it around. Good. All right. Excellent. Um, Fancy dress parties. I'm not a massive fan. No. but sometimes I imagine work. I imagine you that sort of person that's like it's a I don't know that's a it's a 80s night and you like you turn up in your normal clothes uh-huh. and then people are like but it's the 80s and you're like yeah my socks I purchased my socks in the 80s is that the sort of level of commitment we can expect maybe uh 10 years ago when I didn't have any money um, oh, but now, but now actually, you're loaded. Well, now that I do have some money, I do How put it into have? an effort each time. How much money do you have? What's your net worth? Negative uh, $400,000. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yes. Uh, Gibbo, fancy dress. I, I have known been known in the past to love myself some fancy dress, but I have been known to put in very little effort at times. I once went as a rugby player. What does that mean? How do you do that? I just wore my rugby union clothes. <laughs> Crappy Guernsey, some shoes and some shorts. And a band-aid across my nose. Yeah. Uh, You'd probably like dressing up, I imagine. Well, it's changed. It's changed. I used to love it. I used to love it. It was a nice way to stand out at a party, Mm. you know, get the attention of all the... uh, usually dress as a girl? (laughs) (laughs) I I imagine. I don't know why. That's the the only way... uh, Classic... You would have gone as a baby or something, I reckon. Look, I, I, I uh, there was this one party. Her name was Catherine. I was trying to, I was trying to like woo her, uh-huh. and I thought I'm really gonna try at her party. So yeah. I got it was a K themed party, right? The, the letter K. The letter okay. K, right? Oh, I was like, oh, it's gonna be right. There's gonna be loads of knights, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's gonna be loads of kings. Uh, yeah. Bored already, right? Yeah. What yep. shall I go as? Potassium. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, that sounds cool. <laughs> so, what does potassium I, look like? Well, I, I, so I had a tie-dyed lab coat. It gets worse. I had a tie-dyed lab coat. Okay. Uh, it was bright pink, tie-dye. Yeah. And uh, I thought, well, that's kind of like potassium permanganate, potentially. Um, uh, it's not the potassium sh- that makes that color. That no one knew that at the party, so it doesn't okay. matter. Um, and I printed off like a elemental symbol with awesome stats and I stuck it to my back okay, awesome on the lab stats. coat. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Needless to say, you failed to woo this girl, I assume. Yeah. Look, I was scooped by the killer shark. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good oh, one. Yeah. They didn't go for killer whale. They went for killer, killer. shark. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was well, a you shark. Could, you could put killer in front of anything then, couldn't you? Killer chihuahua. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Anyway. That would have been better than what you wore. Fuck off. But uh, science. Science. What about science? Gibbo, science. Go. Doesn't like fancy dress parties. 
No. No, it doesn't like parties at all. Science is too busy. Too this, much to do. The way you paint science at all of these beginnings is just so busy. It doesn't have any friends. That's right. So it'd That's be right. a, it'd be amazing if he even if they even got invited to a. They wouldn't a get party. invited. They yeah. wouldn't. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Cameroon. Too busy. I feel like science is only concerned with safety and functionality. And so it would like a really... condom. <laughs> so it would go as a yeah, condom. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so you you really like that, didn't you? Yeah. Andy? <laughs> All right. So I think that it's, uh, science wouldn't bother dressing up. It would just find the most safe and functional attire for each situation. A massive condom, and that's what it will wear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we. I think we all know where I stand. I agree with Cameron, and it would wear yeah. a massive condom it's more like everywhere. A- a poncho, I think. Well, there's no difference. Well, there's a hole at the top of a poncho. <laughs> All right. Hold my hand, Chris. No. Hold my hand. It's no. painful. Hold my hand, mate. It helps. Is it got glass in it? It's time for news of the week. Oh, okay, God. mate. That was excellent. Another good one. Another good one. That was awesome. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'll go. News. So I've been uh, writing and some more videos for Australia Science Channel, which is excellent. That's some money in my pocket. Um, I'm doing another podcast. Oh, but my voice... Hold on a minute. Hang on. My voice isn't on it. My voice isn't on it. Don't worry. Then what's on it? I'm helping the Wait Why Wait um, group from Urbre. So that's the Adelaide University. They want to do an educational like audio series to go alongside their workshops. So I'm helping them do that, which is excellent. Um, for maybe, money maybe, as well, for do money. We, do we give him permission to do this? He still has to ask us, doesn't he? I would have thought so. But is this under the Peapop brand or the Andy brand? The Andy brand, ah. which also kind of, it dovetails a little bit into the uh, Peapop brand. Then you can't do it. people love me. No. no. <laughs> then you can't do it. I'll no, pay you a commission. If, if you do it, you do a good job. Yeah, that's right. That's you say we... you give us a commission. No, I didn't say anything. said that. <laughs> Done the recording. <laughs> Sorry, I was already halfway through giving him permission. Yeah, no, no, no. shit. Shit. Uh, all right, moving on. And in two weeks' time, I'll be science communicating, nating, science communicationing. Yes. On mm. the mm. radio. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. Like this. Like, like this. Like our podcast. Yeah, yeah. So like another podcast, but live, Chris, like, this, like you're uh, used to. Well, very good. ABC uh, Bendigo again? No, unfortunately, it's a community <laughs> channel called oh. Radio Adelaide. I ah, was invited. Yeah, I was invited by uh, a person who listens to the podcast and also has seen a couple of uh, the shows that I've been in. Uh, on stage at and he was like mm. come along and so i'm yep. going once a month to talk science okay. and he's like with a comedy twist yeah so i'm gonna have to not be tired for that one schmoopster what the fuck's been going on with you man come the sh- on the schmooperama come on don't hold anything back mate don't even go don't say anything that didn't happen tell me everything that <laughs> did happen all right i got peepop news what what I've got something to present to you two. Holy shit. I hope it's not his willy. All right, I'm opening a box. Yep. Might get cut out. We have... Oh, I know what it is. I went against... Now, you can buy Peepop mugs on Zazzle. Yeah. Or (laughs) you can can win them off us. That's wicked. Look at that. 
Look at that. So I got a, a, a few mugs made. Yeah. Uh, they're looking at them right now. Chris, does it look good? Does it look like a mug? Isn't that lovely? Well, this is Andrew? great. Look at that. The printing's good. It looks good, yeah. You can see my shiny head and Cameron's blonde little pokey bits. Are yeah. you blonde? You're kind no, of, I don't you're think blonder. so. Yeah. Um, then Chris. This is fantastic. <laughs> and it's got a blue handle. Yeah. Peapot oh. blue. Peapot blue. That's, is that Peapot blue? That is an actual colour now. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Fuck, indeed. Listen to that, listeners. So, got, um, got our own colour. There are, we have a few. How many is a few? Well, not many. I'll say oh, we have four. Yeah. Woo. So I've already, I'm keeping one. Yeah. I, I got five made. I'm yep. keeping one. You yep. guys can have one each. Yep. And we give away the next two. Perfect. Oh, wow. So how much, how much do we owe you, Smoops? Nothing. Yes. Oh, the best. So, Jeez. Uh, comment of the week or something of the week gets a mug. All right. Perfect. That sounds so, excellent. Uh, uh, Facebook, forum, Twitter. Uh, wherever you get catch us, yep. comment or question of the week, um, uh, we'll, we'll give out a mug. Okay, nice so is that. is that on to my news? Or are you you're still going, Smoops? That was Peapop news. What about? I oh, know there's there's Smoopy news. What about your actual real life Smoopy news? Oh yeah, life's going fine. <laughs> excellent! Whoa! <laughs> wow! Wow! That sounds excellent. I've got some other just science news. Yeah. So I get the email update every week, or actually it's multiple times a week from Retraction Watch. Oh, yeah. Do you get those updates, Andy, or you just, no, you're, I, you're just aware that the website exists? I'm aware that the website exists. I didn't actually know they had a, uh, a mailing list. Retra- Retra- there's a mailing list. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. So, um, well, Chris, we've actually talked about this on the podcast before, but I'll explain it to you again. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so it's a website where they collate stories behind papers getting retracted. Have we talked about this yeah. before? This is about two years ago now. We've been going for nearly oh, two man, years. There's no way I can remember that. <laughs> so not only does it just it doesn't just list papers retracted, but then they will interview like the editors or the person behind getting it retracted. Wow. They'll even try to speak to the the authors. Whoa. So there's one interesting one I found. Well, they found, and I read about this week is that someone uh, was, was writing a paper. They noticed that a paper they wanted to reference was uh, guilty of plagiarism. Mm. So what they did was, in their reference list, they had the full reference, and then in square brackets, they wrote plagiarized. <laughs> Take that. And then that led to that plagiarized article being retracted. Is that... Uh, so they cited it, but then they said that it's plagiarized. Yes. So plagiarized. So why didn't they just cite the original thing? Yeah. So um, in the paper, it, it just says plagiarized. And every single time that it's cited, it's cited along with this one that uh, they think. Okay. But they don't actually say in the text yeah. that the second one's plagiarized. I'm not sure exactly why they even... They probably only bothered citing it so they could do this square, square brackets br- plagiarized yeah. trick. So that's I, I mean it's a kind of an fu to that particular article, yeah. but I just don't think it's the right way no, to go no, about no, it. No. Oh, think, what was, is is a little bit too kind of like shma, like smarmy and like yeah. You, what would you prefer that they send an email to the plagiarized papers authors or editor or I, journal? I, I or believe to the journal, I think. yeah, I think I the, to the editor of the journal. I think that's. I actually don't know the exact procedure you're supposed to follow. I'm sure each uh, particular journal will have some guidelines. You meant to get on Twitter. To do. 
get on Twitter. Oh, yeah? Is that yeah. what you reckon all of them say that? Yeah, get on Twitter, make a little scene about it, done. Really? No. Yeah. Um, excellent. Are you... You got more? No, that's it. Right, because I've got something. There was, which we definitely need to talk about, this week there was a Twitter storm Oh, sparked, not by us, but oh. by uh, a, a academic in the States. And the tweet, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was essentially, I tell all of my graduate students that if you aren't working over 60 hours a week, that you are not as working as hard as your peers and therefore you know you'll be you won't succeed see you later um and he got absolutely slammed by loads of people yeah because it was a study about how a third of professors time is responding to emails and in meetings Mm -hmm. and that they have to work these super long hours because a third of their time is essentially wasted yeah um were there any demographics on the on the on the people responding to that it was tweet? no, it was just everyone was in. Everyone every, academics, every academics were in. Like Tanya Munro, so an Adelaide based kind of high up, well known yeah. kind of poster child of academic success. I was on a uh, a conference committee with I her. I know you so, yeah, you, yeah, you do yeah. say. I was on a comedy panel show with her. Yeah, it's not mm. about either of you. Go on about your story. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have you done anything with Tanya Munro? I'm above Tanya Munro. <laughs> I can't wait for it. She's a listener of the show, by the way. That's Is bold. She? No. Oh, good. <laughs> never listen to this. <laughs> Did you hear that part? That's right. <laughs> yeah, anyway, keep going. Um, anyway, so a lot of people are saying it's all about balance and that you that his uh, opinions are antiquated and that he shouldn't be sort of promoting this, this kind of uh, extreme work ethic because he's probably exaggerating how much work he does to yeah. make him sound all... Fancy. Yeah, well, if one third of it's spent in meetings and emails, yeah. it's, it's completely different. Yeah. So, well, what if, do you if, think? Yeah, well, if if do a you... third of it is, is emails and meetings, then then they're really only doing a 40-hour week. That's it. There we are. So, Stick should you pipe. work... We've, I mean, we've covered this, I guess, in the Ooh. past a couple of times, but if that man came in and said, schmoopster, yep. 60 hours a week at least to yep. keep level with the competition, what would you say to him? I'd say, nope. <laughs> I'd say I'll, I'll work hard enough to achieve my goals. Yeah, and that's as hard as I'm going to work. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me play devil's advocate. I'm not saying I agree with this guy. Yeah. But if we think about the scientists who are successful in our respective areas, yeah. Do you think they work 60 hours a week? I think they work very hard. I. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm. I think a lot of them would actually. But is and I'm not yeah, but, saying. But I'd, they're not graduate students, though. So he's saying graduate students have to. Graduate students should work at least 60 hours to get a tenured position, I guess, is the ultimate message. So professors are already working at that amount. So, so to get there, you need to work that hard from from the get-go. So I guess the question would be, to get a permanent position, how many hours on average are people actually working? Don't know. 60 probably is excessive, I'd say. I'd say that's probably more than necessary. Mm. I mean, if if all of that time was in the lab, I could see how you would be, you would have loads more data, you would be potentially luckier just because you're doing more experiments, probably seeing weirder things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from in my opinion, it's just not sustainable. I don't think there's not a linear correlation between hours worked and, and output. Um, I think just in the, well, you don't think so? 
I guess not. not a linear, no, I guess no, no, it would plateau, not. wouldn't it? Yeah. Because you you would just give up. You would life would leave or you, your or body. You, or or like in our in our fields, like if you're doing a chemical synthesis, you yeah. make a mistake, and then you would have wasted ten mm. hours or something if you're making a mistake towards the end of a um, a project. Yeah. Because you're talking about nine hours a day, aren't you? Mm. That is a lot. That is a lot. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. Twitter storm. Yeah. It was happening. He got it though. Don't worry, people. Good. People give it to him. He was twitted in the A. Now, after that interruption, let's get back to the most important part of P-pop. Topic Gibbo's of the day. News. Oh, okay, sorry. I, yeah, I nearly got forgotten then. Well, I, f- I forgot you're here. You're so quiet. Uh, all right. Here we go. It's happening. Two papers accepted. Are you fucking kidding me? Gibbo's on two papers. Smoopy's on one of these. Am I on any? No. Oh, Go me. I'm on one of them. Yeah, Shmoosie. Only one? one? What's the other one then? Hang on, you're so blase about this fucking academic stuff now. You don't even know when your names come out on a paper. Come on, mate. It's I never... knew that, but I knew Chris would have something pre-written oh. about it. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not on the other one. I do loads of work without you involved. Although lately you seem to get your name on every paper I'm on. Yeah. Something, something, sneaky. Sus, something sus is going He's on. He's a sneaky mother. Um, so the first one is which one I'll talk about, which is the one that the Schmoops is on. That was accepted in the journal Small. Small. Publisher? Wiley. Friend Andy? of the show. Excellent. Love Wiley. Impact Thanks, Wiley. Factor 8.315. And there was something Ooh. a little special about this paper, Schmoops. Oh, there was. Do you want to tell the listeners what was special about it? I think it's bizarre. <laughs> Say it though. We Let's, I want to hear Schmoopy say it. The Move paper, those lips. The paper was accepted. Yep. After two weeks and three days. Continue. Was it really that quick as well? Yeah. Whoa. Paper was accepted. Yep. Uh, without revision. That is unheard of. And we didn't see a single reviewer comment. So my question Who is. Who the my, F is this editor? My question is this. Does that mean. Because I, I talked to a couple of people about this. Did it go to reviewers and they just went, this is perfect, no need to change anything? Or did the editor read it and go, this is so exciting, so amazing, this needs to go straight out, not even bother with revision? Well, it's clearly not that one. That is possible, though. Most journals have that they as an option. They can do that. Yeah, they have that as an option. Who's who? I mean, is one of the authors well-known? Is it a friend of yeah, the author? Yeah, I'm on it, Well-known, apart from you two, because you... But um, I wonder if it's in some special issue that really ties in with the theme. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find yeah. out when it comes out. But, but it's possible it did because go to reviewers. It is possible, and they just no, but, said no changes. But the reviewers still are supposed to write that one little, like, couple sentences. Like, love it. Like, or just, like, they, you know, you paraphrase the paper in two sentences to show that you read the right paper. Yeah, right. Because I had that oh, oh, oh. one time when someone didn't read the right paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think have you taught us about that yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. wow Jesus oh n- another story that one of you don't remember I said um, <laughs> again so why didn't we see that I would have still liked to have seen someone else's uh, little uh, like a paraphrase and they say this paper is so good accept it as is well I'm not one to look a gift paper in the mouth I'll take it <laughs> thank you very much uh, the other one I'm on, I just found out very recently as well, is I got, I'm a co-author on a paper that got accepted in the journal Advanced Functional Materials. Oh, wow. Impact Factor 12.12. Publisher? Uh, Wiley, again. Nice. Yeah. What's um, this one about? That was uh, graphene, I can read the title here, graphene, platelets and their polymer composites 
fabrication, structure, properties, and applications. Ah, the review article. It's a review article, but I actually generated data for this paper. So it's a little unusual for review articles to have new data in them, mm. but they got me to do a bunch of AFM um, to confirm that they could make these graphene platelets using a, um, a new technique. Are you cheesing it? I'm cheese, yeah, I'm cheese. But there's not too many authors on it. There's only about four or five. Where are you in the, uh, in the list? Uh, I will be nearish to the middle. Cheese. I'll take cheese. I'll yeah. take cheese on advanced functional materials. That's a good one. Impact factor 12.1. Did I mention the impact factor no. 12.12? So, wow. so that's in the last few weeks, I've had what I call the big Wiley trifecta. <laughs> Angavanti Kemi, small advanced functional materials. God, Wiley. So not only it. am I publishing a lot, but I'm publishing publishing quality. Yeah, in one of take the that Smoopy. I think you wanted. Uh, I would take out small and add in advanced materials for the the Wiley trifecta. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Good. So uh, so anyway, that's well. Uh, congratulations, thank you. Gebo. So that well takes done. me up to seventy now. Oh, ten so to go. Yeah. Oh, that's not. What do you want? You want eighty? I want eighty. So I need another ten. Yeah. Is it doable? Who knows? Not not working less than sixty hours a week. It's not. Maybe not. Is it? Or as they say in Spanish, is it doable? That's not what they say. <laughs> like All right. Little quick story. Um, I don't know if you notice that I am wearing a pair of glasses. Yeah. With oh. Two lenses in them, and they are not my Coles glasses. They're not oh, Coles what? glasses. These are the glasses I lost over a year ago. Hid them somewhere in my house so they wouldn't get wrecked and yep. then couldn't find them. And you've moved house since then. Moved house, wow. couldn't find them, and then they just turn up. The and glasses I think, I, I think gods. my kids found them. They had them the whole time. No, I, I don't know. But anyway, so these are my good ones. Wait, is that is that all the explanation you're going to give us? That's all I'm going to tell you. I mean, unless there's... Uh, uh, who knows how it happened? The only other explanation you. is it's supernatural. I think it's supernatural. Um, They... They fit your face. Has your prescription changed though? Or you got that weird slopey thing going on? No, no. I didn't know I had a weird slopey thing going on. No, it's just your face is weird slopey. No, when you get new glasses and everything slopes in a weird way, like the floor slopes away from you in a weird way. No, I haven't noticed that. Anyway, is that a thing? Here are my Coles glasses. Notice anything about them? Them. <laughs> I've lost the fucking lens. <laughs> so, listeners, I have to report. A weakness uh, in my Coles glasses advice. How long did they last? Like Fucking two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. And the lens That's fell out. Ten dollars, dollar, dollar a day <laughs> for sight. Yeah, it's like a charity. Smoopy, you've you've defeated me with mathematics. There, I take for, it back. For just one dollar a day. For one dollar a day, you can <laughs> you have could. Coles eyesight. Look yeah. at that. So there you go. Yeah. Anyway, back to my good glasses. Your new glasses are, your, your, or your good glasses are a little bit more stylish. They are, yeah. I must say. Thank you, Smoothie. Thank you. I'll um I'll take that as it was intended, as a high compliment. And that is Gibbo's News. Gibbo's News. Oh my little science chums, it's time for Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Yeah. And the topic for the day is I'm interrupting Topic of the Day to what? bring a new segment. <gasps> new segment. New segment. New Segments segment. don't come here. New segment. And What's the segment called, called? Does it have an intro? It. It. Andy, would you like to? <laughs> I'd love to. Don't, please, wait. I'd love to. Please don't do your usual. It's just stupid voice. Straining okay. to orgasm or shit intros, whichever. Okay. I can never work out which one it is. <laughs> That's why they're magic. 
Yeah, I'll do you. I'll do a great intro. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, new segment is Gibbo's off the cuff topic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we already had a topic planned, but I predicted that there may be some grumbling from um from people in the podcast, Cameron. And so I thought of a different topic that I think Schmoopy will love more. Okay. Okay. Now let's find out. Hang so on, let me my... do my intro. Right. You're <laughs> going to do it now? Yeah. Go. Oh, Gibbo, what's that you've got on your cuff? Is another topic. Oh, okay. Very good. So we just had some people um, go to a conference last week. Yeah. Icon. What's that again? International Conference of Nanoscience and Nanotechnology. Yeah, it is. Something like that. That's exactly wow. it. That's exactly it. So my off-the-cuff topic is conference ideas. How often are they any good? And who are the poor bastards that have to put them into practice? Did you just change the topic? Or this is what you're doing? You're just changing the topic? Yeah, it's my off-the-cuff topic. It's like <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm coming up with a new topic. What? But we wouldn't. We haven't had time to plan for this. You're the only one that's had time to plan for this. <laughs> you guys can think on your feet with this one, surely. <laughs> All right, say it again. I was right. angry. I wasn't listening. Conference ideas. When people go away to a conference, yeah. mainly academics, and they come back with ideas oh, that they want not, to put into not play. Not ideas for conferences, no, but ideas that academics get Ideas at for research. Okay. How often are they any good? Do they ever work? Do they, you know, has it ever happened to you? Look, I feel like academics, high up ones that I have been involved with, so not us, not us, not the low lives. We. Yeah, that's Speak right. For yourself. Not me. I'm looking um, around behind like you because you can't be talking who? to me. Yeah, I'm talking about both of you. So, academics at that level, they think that having a beer with someone and shooting around some ideas constitutes an idea. Mm. Right, I had it once with my old supervisor. He came back and he was like, "Yeah, so uh, we've got a new collaboration, you know, blah blah blah." And it was essentially get in contact with their postdoc and be like, "I think our supervisors had a beer together. Yeah, now we've stuck doing this for a little we while. We have to work this out, don't yeah. we? Yeah, and that's that's my experience. So it's never it's never really been super fruitful unless." I believe the project I was initially employed on, that did happen over a beer, but then they went to get grant money. So it had to be like proved before someone actually sunk yeah. time into it. And then they also must have thought about it longer Exactly. they wrote the grant about it. Exactly, yeah. All right, so subtopic, have you guys... Have <laughs> what? You can't just... You can't... <laughs> changed it again. What Sub, the fuck? Subtopic. So, so yeah. dogs or cats? <laughs> Fucking hell, Givo. I like both dogs and cats. Yeah, me too. No, I prefer I, dogs. No, I prefer dogs, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, have you guys ever come up with uh, a conference idea yourselves? No. Never? Never had like a chat with someone and gone... This is brilliant. We need to collaborate. Do you know what I talk to people about at conferences? Anything but science. Shape of your penis. Exactly. Mm. Dilberries. I don't know what. What's Dilberries? You mean bits of poo that get stuck to the hair on your bum? Oh, God. No, isn't that a dingleberry? Yeah. (laughs) Dingleberry or a Klingon. I said corrected. Sorry. Absolutely correct, Um, (laughs) maybe. No, I've never. Have you? You, You're about to. You're leading us down the garden path. Uh, Yeah. uh, To be honest, uh, yeah, I've probably had a couple that have. That have sort of, you know, you start the collaboration, samples go back and forth, and then it just sort of peters out into nothing. Yeah. It's definitely happened to me. Schmoopster? Have yeah. I had a conference idea that's brought, that's um, bared fruit? Uh, no, a bared fruit, no. Uh, no. But I, 
I I have my iPad in front of me and I keep notes on it. So Ooh. I have my notes from the last conference I went to. Oh yeah. Oh, very good. And I remember at the time thinking that I had the like idea a handful of the ideas for like power papers. Yeah. Whoa. So you're and I, you're in the thick of this topic. And I think that. Stop trying to talk your topic up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who came up with off-the-cup topic, but this is brilliant. Jesus Christ. I think that the week that you're at a conference, your mental state like degrades to a point where you're just above dementia. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to me. Because like I, I look at my little notes now, and they don't make any sense at all. Yeah. yeah. Like These notes are like, that's not a whole thing. Like It's not even a whole sentence. Yeah. So... I, I really relate to that. And I feel like there's moments... So I heard of a story of a musician who used to get high on marijuana uh-huh. and think they were like the fucking... They were like, I'm jazzy. Like, this is the fucking shit. If I can just record what's going on in my mind, like, I'm going to be a fucking superstar. Yeah. So one day they got really high and went into a room and just decided to scat aloud they're like awesome lines right um, wow. and the next morning they listened to it and they were like it sounds like a really high person <laughs> scouting in a room yeah. and i imagine that this is kind of equivalent yeah i think that's a good analogy i think conferences are marijuana for science <laughs> i think we get way just, too overexcited and, yeah and a lot yeah. of ideas come to us and they are just rubbish high upon our own supply yeah, because if, when, you're, when, you're, when you're at a conference, anything seems possible because you're not actually doing science. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and then you, yeah, I came back and I'm like, okay, here are my ideas. What do I do first? I'm like, oh, uh, it's not possible. Nothing's possible. <laughs> They're all shit. Would you care to share some of them, or are they a bit? Are you embarrassed? Well, I'm not exactly sure what they mean. I've got a note here called um, idea one. <laughs> Mm, catch it. Love more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Method for single carbon nanotube imaging with Raman spectroscopy. There we go. Oh, that what, sounds derivative. That's what Chris talks about all the time. That is that is a classic fucking idea I hear. Hmm. This is a brilliant idea. Chris, you do it all. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You'd have to first be able to see it, get the signal first, and then I had an idea to write a mathematical algorithm to deconvolute it down to uh, the correct size. No, Is that even possible? They're just do details. You, do you have those skills? details for me to work out. I've got out. the skills. Uh, yeah. I've got the skills. All right. Idea two. Raman of carbon nanotubes in cells. Mm. That's not too bad. Yeah. It's just Why? too hard. Because mm, you can. All right. That, the real topic for the day that was sent around in an email before... Topic of the day. Real topic that of the I day. With, I came up with Real topic well. of the day. Real topic of the day. Real topic of the day. Yeah. <laughs> is... What is ERA? And we've had some rumours that something in the ERA, which we'll explain about in a minute, is going to be removed. But first of all, for our international listeners... What is ERA, Cameron? Go. No way, Chris, go. Uh, the ARC, the Australian Research Council, is responsible for administering excellence in research for Australia. ERA. Explain it in your words. Australia's National Research... Website. If you're not going to come up with a definition, you have to accept what I come up with. Australia's <laughs> National Research Evaluation website. Framework. ERA identifies and promotes excellence across the full spectrum of research activity in Australia's higher education institutions. All right, I take it all back. So ERA is the Australian government's way of trying to rank how good research is 
in different universities. Yeah. In, no, in specifically in different fields as well within universities. So it's what trying to level the playing field of metrics. So it's they're just trying to work out what areas of science are hot, what's having impact, but in a way that makes all of them comparable. Comparable across institutions. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay right. So it's an institution, a way to rank institutions. It's a way to rank fields of research within institutions. Because I got this, I got the objectives, right? I got the, the five objectives. The objectives of ERA are to establish an evaluation framework that gives government, industry, business, and the wider community assurance of the excellence of research conducted in Australian higher education institutions. So, so essentially, we've come up with a metric that sounds impressive so that you'll give us more money eventually, industry. Is that, is that it? Oh, anyway, that's one of the next one. Provide a national stock take of discipline level areas of research strength and areas where there is opportunity for development in Australian higher education institutions. Ooh. So it's saying working out what areas of research we're good at and what areas of research we're bad at. But would they Ooh. really put money into like opportunities no i think make... opportunities is a way of just finding where we're shit yeah that's right they're like oh, we're looking for opportunities yeah. i.e who not to give money to because yeah. that's a waste um another one identify excellence across the full spectrum of research performance it sounds like the first one it does sound doesn't it next one identify emerging research areas and opportunities for further... They're the same, same as the, as second, the one. second one. Yeah. ERA, you are not... Did anyone read this? Maybe we're the you. first people to read this. <laughs> uh, the last one is allow for comparisons of research in Australia nationally and internationally for all discipline areas. It's the yeah. same as the first yeah. one. But that's what we what we use it for. So we use it to compare... The research in one university in one area to the same area in another university. Right. So, is the University of Adelaide better at physical chemistry than Flinders University is at the same area? Yeah. And the answer is yes. uh, Oh, look at this. (laughs) Oh, he's got the gloves are off, mate. Whoa. The gloves are off. All of a sudden, he's in love with the University of Adelaide. (laughs) Yeah, look at this. Go on, where's your tattoo? Seek light, bros. Seek light. (laughs) Bros. You can't beat Flinders. Differently think. That's how. That's how. If I I put Flinders in negative light, I forget. Yeah, you're going to be fired. I think it's a great motto. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Bros. Is that the actual thing? <laughs> Seek like bros. Um, so the the ERA, as a researcher, it didn't affect my life really at all because there was money. I was employed on the money. But I know that the, the people that were on these boards at Flinders University, there was a board that dealt with the ERA rankings, i.e. let's play the system. Let's play the ERA system so that certain areas look great and other areas where we're not strong already, we don't care about yeah. them. So the university had to put forward research outputs, being yeah. publications, and say, this publication relates to our research in this research area, yeah. such as nanotechnology. Yeah. And so they put enough things in nanotechnology that we got the highest possible ERA ranking in that field. Out of five? Out of five. It's interesting. Five out, five. five out of five. Five out of five. international standing significantly or something. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in other areas, there weren't as many research outputs, so they would get a number 
less than five. But from what I was, from I was like privy to a few conversations in the tea room. I don't think it's any secret that obviously now it's a metrics game. It's like pumping the areas where you do want to be good. Yes. And a thing. So I guess this this leads on to how are they ranked? Like how are the different disciplines split up? Because they've all got these little codes, right? Mm-hmm. And so Cameron. Tell us how how they how are they split up? There's loads, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, so there are so so the these are the fields of research codes. So these are the different types of research that you can be in. Yeah. And so there are 22 different um, two digit codes, which are like an umbrella code. Yeah. And then underneath them, mm. there is like something like 10 or so oh. uh, codes under them. So that's 20, 22 times 10. There's like over... It's like a million. Yeah. I mean, it's not... not there's not 10 in every one. So there's no. more than 100 different fields of research that um, rankings are put on yeah. through this ERA. Yeah. And so each one of these... And, and so uh, universities can game the system by pumping a code with papers. So something like nanotechnology... Yes. Like... What is nanotechnology? Is it that you're just dealing with something nano? So if it's got AFM in the technique, potentially, or in the paper as a technique, it could potentially be used in the nanotechnology field where that paper in biology maybe wouldn't be super useful. So you can take that paper, put it in the nanotech. What do you know? Mm. All of a sudden, you've got a massive nanotech research output and you're above international standards. And in fact, if you look at most of the Australian universities that put nanotechnology down as an ERA... um, they all got five? They all got fives, yeah. I think only one we looked at got a four. Most mm. of them got fives. Because it's so broad, you can you can capture a lot of different papers from a lot of different areas into nanotechnology. Yeah. Or uh, can you? Or can you? Because what? part of this topic Don't is... Don't go on to it yet. Not yet? No, I'm not, not done yet. You're not done? No. Let Chris. Andy do the ho- be the host. No. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> all right. Do you think... Damn it. Yeah. Do you think that ERA affects your life in any way? Is it good? Does it matter? Like it's great for the institutions, but on a research level, does it change your life? Well, that's really that's a hard question to say because it, it could affect my life without me even really knowing it. Because mm. the rankings, that five ranking, I you know, does it did it help Flinders get more money from the AMRF? So support your me life. Yeah, yeah. To support my job. I don't really know. If you were to ask the academics in, say, the nanocenter, they would say that five is absolutely crucial to all the research done in nanotechnology. Yeah. Because if, you, if, if, if uh, within a university, the nanotech department gets a five, then it means the university gives them more money as well. And so, well, it definitely, yeah, absolutely. And definitely, you know, when people put in for grants, so Smoopy, you were employed on a discovery grant? I was, yes. So did the EI ranking of five help your supervisor get um, that discovery grant? Because he would have mentioned it at least a couple of times in the application. It kind of flies in the face of why they exist. If a high ERA means that you get more money and it's not looking for opportunities, in low-ranking ones, mm. um, it kind of flies in the face of that. But it's true. I mean, like I, when I wrote a grant, it was, hey, mention that we're an ERA of yeah. five. So look, maybe... You that- almost need to look for ones where there's a three and write in there, 
the ERA ranking is three, which means there's an opportunity yeah, that's right, to yeah. improve. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. So, look, uh, it, it's, it's very hard for me to say for sure how much of an impact it's made on mm. me personally. But it, it could have. It could have. I yeah. can't rule it out. Yeah. Schmoopsters. Yeah. ERAs, what's going on in your life with it? Uh, well, I, yeah, same as Chris. Uh, every grant I've written, um, there's always a section where you have to write about how good the institution is or how good the department is that you're going to be working in. Yeah. And then it's just the, the most, the, the metric, the one thing that you can really say for sure of how good something is, is its ERA ranking because... Uh, is it kind of that's, like that's like the H index yeah. for a department? Yeah, that's going to say mm. so. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, we're just so reductive. Just everything down to one number. That's all we are. I mean, or else uh. people would just write uh, drivel. And I mean, it's grants are already full of drivel. So why have more? Yeah, yeah. Fair why point. not just fair include point. all the drivel in that whatever they put in to get the ERA ranking? Yeah. Crystallize it down to a number. It, I mean, ERA is also important to the universities themselves. So so. That carries down to everyone. So everyone has to be thinking about, you know, ERA mm. rankings and getting papers in high impact factor journals and mm. getting citations, all to help the ERA. Can you say how it's important to the university? Um, th- I think that don't they get some funding based on it? I'm asking. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but I always thought they got some funding from the government based on their ERA rankings for certain areas. Mm. Good. I, I'm not 100% sure about that. That that does deserve some checking out. So I will maybe, come back maybe next time. Maybe the podcast. I'm sorry. I didn't anticipate that uh, <laughs> clever question. Smooth stuff. No. Something no. You, something you did anticipate. Something you did anticipate. <laughs> yes. Is these numbers in these areas are only set by the government. The government's like, this is an area, so let's give it a number. Um, but there are rumors Confirmed by another academic. I have two academics who told me the same thing. Oh, really? So there are rumours that the whole foundation on which, I guess, our our scientific relationship was built, i.e. nanotechnology... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what happened? Are you all right? I don't know. That just he, came... he, he heard the word nanotechnology yeah. and he yeah. had to sing. There's not many things that make me feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, there could be... Opponent position <laughs> or yeah. nanotechnology. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh deeper. Oh, hits, him, it hits him a different spot. <laughs> kind, of, kind of sexual. Anyway. Uh, but there were rumours that nanotech is going to be removed as a field from of the, research yeah, yeah. from yeah. the ERA ratings and that comes from the Australian Bureau of Statistics sets the the names of these things wow so, uh, i i didn't i i guess i just thought it would just always be there <laughs> i just thought like you always it's a do thing. Andy. you always <laughs> do <laughs> i was like wow and i thought can, i thought granddad would and, always and exist guess what not everyone likes nanotechnology who Name because and shame. In the tea room, <laughs> what? when this topic came up, so there were scientists who, who were like, ha ha, Gibson, ha ha. We know you are Perko. <laughs> um, the Perkorama, he loved it. He loved it. So, what does it mean for nanotech? What are they saying? What are they trying to say? That it's not a real science on its own. That it's actually a. It's more like it's it's more like physical chemistry, or it's biology, or you know, it's. It's not a, a, a focused enough field of study on its own. But what's your it's opinion? Broad. What's your opinion, Christopher Teabag Gibson? 
Um, is it a field of study on its own? Or is it just a weird collection of weirdo subjects that have got together and said, we're the same? I suppose I suppose it has become pretty broad these days, nanotechnology. Mm. You know, anything to deal with anything on a small scale can be lumped in with nanotechnology. I think when it first when I remember hearing about it, you know, the first thing I thought about was like little machines. You know, little machines, of, little nanorobots. That, that sort of business. Um yeah. so I guess for me that was what I always envisaged nanotechnology to be. I wouldn't have thought that just taking an image of a surface with an AFM would necessarily classify a piece of work as nanotechnology. Mm. But I don't know. I think I think papers like that do sometimes get lumped in. Mm. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I do love nanotechnology. I like being able to say I study nanotechnology. This is mystical. I, I work in the area of. I like saying that. Yeah. But um, maybe it has become a bit too broad. Mm. Mm. Schmoopster. Well, I've never really understood why nanotechnology comes where it does in the fields of research. So it comes under technology. It's not under a. So it's, it's not, not science. It's, it's not, not under, under like chemistry or chemistry physical or physics. Or, yeah, it comes right. under technology. So it it is grouped together with biotechnology, communications technology, computer hardware, and weird. nanotechnology. What a weird so I think that group. when when the Bureau of Statistics put nanotechnology in this group, they were more thinking of like what Chris said, like miniaturization. Yeah. So it was more of just uh, like a, an engineering uh, type thing. It wasn't really like blue sky fundamental research that we think we do. Yeah. And I think we the, think we do. Yeah. <laughs> we try to do yeah. fundamental research. We don't try and just mix two things together and hope Speak to get Speak for a, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was my career. <laughs> hope to get a more transparent and conducting electrode. Um so I think honestly, uh, so I've never understood that. And there are nanotechnology type things in other fields of research. So uh, nano, there is a nanochemistry. Um, and so that is essentially what you do. You did nanochemistry. Well, I with- think I think I do surface science. Oh, so surface science is in there. I but you I, deal no, with surface science like isn't isn't a four digit code. Oh. I think my closest one that I say I do now is uh, physical chemistry. Yeah. Mm. Which is more um yeah, surface type chemistry. Mm. And so I I I don't know the meaning. I've only heard the rumor through Chris about them um getting rid of na- nanotechnology, but I think that maybe they could get rid of all of technology, all of those things. Biotechnology, computer hardware, computer hardware. <laughs> Um, <laughs> please <laughs> grow up <Yeah>. etc <laughs> and so as much as I, I like the name nanotechnology and I use the fact that Flinders was getting the five um, on many grants that I didn't get um, I don't mind that it's going away yeah. especially now that um, I'm at University of Adelaide and we don't bother to submit uh, the nanotechnology because it's, <gasps> it's beneath us. Seek light, bro. <laughs> exactly. Differently think, mofo. Um. <laughs> uh, so, what? So, you is there any others than the yep. computer hardware, please, that you would <laughs> get rid of? Yep. Go. So, uh, there's 22 two-digit uh, codes. Yep. 
So uh, number zero four is earth sciences, zero five is environmental sciences. They don't need to be two different ones. Earth sciences and environmental <laughs> sciences. Sure. That's the same thing. Get rid of those. Yeah, we'll get rid of one of them. Yeah. Uh, environmental sciences, you're the same as earth sciences now. Um, then we've got biological sciences is six. And then seven is agricultural and veterinary sciences. Join them together. Why? But hang on, no, Why but are animals different? are different from plants. Animals still biology. Okay, so part of... <laughs> Part Ooh, of biology is zoology. Oh, but that's animals. Exactly. Is that so veterinary? It can be. Why not? Zoos have vets. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, and so I think that uh, when they get rid of nanotechnology, technology, they can get rid of a bunch of other things as well. Yeah. Can't we just have one number and say science and studies? Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon? Does it need to be split this way? We're all making the world better. I'm not sure. So you just have like just science and every university gets ranked just for science. Yeah. Overall, including yeah. all encompassing. Yeah. So you get a one, two, three, four or five. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I guess that the whole idea of these many FOR codes and them giving a ranking in each one mm. is they're wanting universities to diversify. Oh, okay. Because if you're their just game. getting your one science number, yeah. the way you get your one science number is you make everyone work on one topic yeah or use the same set of equipment and i guess because universities are mainly educational well arguably educational institutions yeah you'd want them to be as diverse as possible yeah for the sake of the students yes mm. so that's why i'm only getting rid of half in my cull yeah fine not I'm happy getting with rid that. of all but one in yeah. your like your cull that's right wow the- man that's full on <laughs> next section is science this where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity and this week the activity is what is it becoming rich becoming rich becoming i wrote down getting rich that's fine okay i don't know yeah same thing same thing or becoming i mean i don't know if it's a joke is you could just change your name to rich yeah. Ah. Uh, oh no. Did you Did you do that? Is that yours? Guess what? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Mine's becoming rich, and I want to make the world call me rich. <laughs> uh, 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 he's thought outside the box, and outside the box is shit. No, it's not because is this your idea from the beginning? Because becoming rich is one of your your ideas, isn't it? I don't know. It was in the list. Oh, I just it? saw okay. it on the... On I'd have to, I, I could have thought of that. I'd have to check to see if it's one of the ones All I right. sent. But it could easily be one of yours, BA. All right. So... You want you, I Andy am, J. Sappleton. I am becoming rich. When I walk into a room, mm-hmm. I will say, hey, hey rich. rich. Hey, Rich. And when I introduce myself to people, I don't want them to bat an eyelid when I say, hi, I'm rich. Why would anyone... Well, when you say it like that, I would bat an eyelid. <laughs> So you don't you don't want to be called Richard, you don't want to be called Dick. I don't Dick. want to be Richard. I don't want to be Dicky or Dick. I don't want to be Little Dick. I want to be rich. All right. Rich. So I'm so glad I didn't I've do already, this too. I've <laughs> already chose my nickname. You can't avoid being Little Dick. It's going to be the same as my name, Rich. It's not Richard. Yes. Just Rich. That's my name, right? Yep. So I've got a few options. How my, my science is, what is the easiest, fastest, and best way of making sure that everyone in my life yep. calls me rich 
from this day forward. Get on a podcast and tell everyone that's your name. Yeah, that's you, what I did. You that's pre- why I get uh, Falcon all the time. Uh, pretend to hate being called rich, like what Teabag does. <laughs> I could do that. I didn't think about the old reverse <laughs> psychology. Like, get everyone I know in a room and be like, don't, whatever you do, call me rich because it fucks me off. People yes. call me T-Bone and Falcon all the time. Shut up, Teabag. Um so I, there's a, there's a few ways. Obviously, in Australia, the way to become get a nickname is to is we've done nicknames in the past, and one yeah. of them was like, "Hey, have that trait." Mm-hmm. So one of them is, oh. I'm just going to be really rich." <laughs> 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 so you're going to do what the actual scientists exactly, intended? Yeah, yeah. So and the, you've double barreled this somehow. <laughs> you become a rich, rich. I'm going to become rich, rich. Right? Holy shit, so tell us how you're going to get rich to be called rich. Exactly, so <laughs> I'm going to trade... a wasted layer of science. That's, just, be rich or die trying to be rich. That's there right, yeah. And, I would, and so, but people have to know, if they're going to call me rich organically, they're going to have to know I'm rich. Uh-huh. So I don't actually have to be rich. That's oh, the great thing. You have to yeah, appear you're rich. I have to, the facade of rich. The facade, so... I'm getting myself some plugs, first of all. I'm filling up this yeah, gap in my I mean, head. You should do that anyway. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Smoothie. You don't often say that. Right. I'm get, <laughs> getting one. plugs, right? Like old... Uh, yeah. Do, does just, plugs... Do, do, do guys with plugs um, give off the, um, the do you know atmosphere of wealth? Do you know how expensive those things are? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. No. It's like 20 grand or something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting Andy. that done. And he's looking into it. Into it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> In detail. <laughs> well, I was thinking about like doing it for like transplanting like pubic region yeah. to hair because you'd, they, you'd, they you'd would have, have a, to... a thick triangle of curly hair <laughs> on the front of Yeah. But to keep it short. Yeah, I'd just trim it. <laughs> I'd make sure it all pointed in the same direction. Much thicker than so it'd the be rest. like a wave. It'd be much thicker than the rest of your hair though. Shut up. Anyway, I'm that so I'm giving the veneer. Veneer yep. of rich with plugs. Yep. Yeah, right, okay. we're starting with plugs. So, yep. what I'm doing is I'm getting every credit card I can, mm-hmm. and I'm maxing it out. Oh, on, yeah, of course. On goods, yeah. On app, on just like suits. I'm getting thousand dollar suits. I'm getting ten yeah. of them. Fuck it, yeah. ten thousand dollars on suits. You, you, you just need one though, don't you? Two? No, because these people have got to see me and not just go. There's Stinky Andy in his one suit. Yeah, that one white suit yeah, that's just right. going grey. Why is it white? <laughs> <laughs> but that's so right. Wearing, I like, will have a white one. You're wearing like three or four different suits a day. Yeah, yeah. Just like changing. Um, uh-huh. I'm hiring an entourage. Yeah. Of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris would. Chris would Chris want would to join. He does. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what do other? And I'm just actually. I found a rental system for cars where you just buy a like subscription you get loads of fancy cars it's quite expensive still Mm -hmm. but i can turn up in a rolls i can sort of bounce down the street in another fancy car another type of car Uh, yeah yeah, i didn't do that cars are your thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know just cars just nice nice shiny cars i give you a lift every week yeah and you're gonna are you gonna rent a a football mum (laughs) car it is subaru forester uh, yeah. 2004 silver it's not uh, giving off the veneer of rich there yeah. is a lot of those veneer. cars picked yeah. up by your mate in his subaru forester <laughs> uh, uh, anyway so i'm doing everything and so what i'm hoping then is that when i walk to my you're not walking anywhere i'm, not, I'm you're no, driving in your no, rolls no fuck it no segway i'm no i'm doing better than a segway what? i'm hiring someone to jump on their back <laughs> 
I don't what? to, to yeah. take me from well, the you car can go in from a, my like a was like like a Pope mobile or Pope mobile. I'm thinking where no 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 I know what you mean. Uh, you're on you're basically on a bed and four people are carrying you by the corners of the oh, bed. Oh yeah, like an Egyptian Egyptian queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's do that or let's a rickshaw perhaps. Rickshaw. Well, rickshaws are a bit common for me. Okay. Um, but that's it. So I'm doing all this stuff and these people are like, wow, there's rich yeah what what if why wouldn't i call you money pants mm. or wanker so this is why that would work <laughs> right got other options for you don't worry okay. it's not just about so being oh, rich. So, so that's option one option one okay. option two is because what i'm doing is i'm doing them yeah. all and I'm, then i'm seeing how many people then actually end up calling me rich okay right oh, so yeah. there's there's one of them um another people. way is i'm just people? gonna change my name to Richard. It uh, just seems like an easy thing to do, right? Yeah, easy. So yeah. I think that'll have an impact. It will take a while for me to correct people. Probably yeah. not be super fast. So correct them from Andy to Rich. To Rich, yeah. Be like, hey, Andy. No, no, no. It's Rich. rich. Yeah, and yeah. they'd say, as in Richard. You go. And you go. No, just just Rich. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, I think my I part- would respect that actually. Oh, thank you. That's oh, respect from Schmoopster. <laughs> I'm going up in the world. Um, all right. Another, my, my third way I'm trying to become rich is I'm just leaving my life behind. Oh, but you've, you've I mean, you've got so much okay. <laughs> to live for. <laughs> Don't do that, Andy. Yeah. I'm leaving it. I'm dis- <laughs> One day you're going to send me my email, hey, ready for P-pop? Yeah. No reply. Nothing. Nothing. Well, we wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> no. But well, you wouldn't know how to operate all this shit. For at least six months. <laughs> yeah, so what, 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 so how, then, how, does, how do you get from there to rich? Then I'm going to a new... I'm getting new friends, new places. Ah, I'm leaving my life. New and yeah. better friends. And, hi, I'm rich. Oh, you just they faking know, it. I'm faking it. They yeah. don't know. And mm, I haven't got yeah. anyone coming up being like, Andy? And like, oh, fuck no. Rich now, right? Yeah. It's just done. Driver's license? Driver's license. Rich. Should. Passport? Rich. But without actually officially changing your name to Rich. Yep, I'm just buying. I'm just just going in and just being confident and telling them my name's Rich, and they'll be like, "Sure, put that on your passport." Yeah. So you'll hide that that ID from them. You won't let them see that your your real name's Andy. Yeah, okay. I'm just fair enough. You're gonna live a lie. I'm gonna yeah. live a lie. Okay, all right, that's all right, that's and fine. that's easy because now people are calling me Rich. That's really easy yeah. way of doing yeah. it. And I think a lot of people then, why would they call me Andy? They got no reason to. Mm. Last one, right? Mm-hmm. Last, and I believe this is the There's best more? one because. I don't really want to leave my life. As Shmoopy pointed out, there's so much going on for me at the moment. <laughs> I think you can get I away with it fine. I can't, I can't possibly leave this life. No. Right? So I'm using science's friend, Natural Selection. Mm-hmm. And whoever doesn't call me rich is oh. getting shot. <laughs> oh, wow. Murder. Leaving yeah. only the people who are motivated enough yeah. and have adapted enough to call me rich. Is this oh. any warnings? Nope. <laughs> it would take a very long time. <laughs> the rumor would start, mate. Don't. Oi, mate. Have you? He Andy's seems gone to mental. Be killing people when you call him Andy. <laughs> yeah. The how first people, few how hundred. People find that out. A lot of people are going to die before they realize. Yeah, but soon that selective pressure is going to be so great. Yeah, you'll need to yeah. let people know in advance. Nope. Like, you don't call me rich. You no, might, no, you might disappear. I'll tell you what, I'll, really? I'll, ga- I'll gather yeah. everyone together in the same room because they have to start to witness the death of that person. Yeah, and I will say, and they'll be like, and like I'll say, okay, everyone come in, and the first person will say, Andy, what are we? Gone, Ooh. right? Mm-hmm. Then so Andy, what? 
And then slowly people have realized, fuck, if we say Andy, he kills us. <laughs> slowly. <laughs> right? Because they can't get past the yeah, word police Andy. police officers turn up. <laughs> Andy, stop. Boom. Right? Yeah. Rich. Then. Ah, no. Would <laughs> that be your first guess? <laughs> yeah. Rich. Ah, uh-huh. then and, and you live, right? Now Ooh. everyone's seen that. Thank God. <laughs> and people I are like. That would ever happen. Yeah. Oi, mate. I it just did. <laughs> Selective pressure, natural selection. Anyway, of those four, I'm going to test to see which is the fastest, best, and quickest. Fastest and quickest the same. Yeah. Fastest way of <laughs> becoming rich. Thank you very much. Okay, yay. Yay. Well, that that started, had a middle bit, and ended. And that's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, look, he really next? wants you to go next. Look at him. Look, he's desperate to go last. I really was going to do becoming rich like Andy. Ah, <laughs> ah, you beauty. I love going first. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I misread it, and I did getting rich, so there's no way I could uh, possibly uh, I've perked up. overlap. I love it when you two do the same thing. It just shows everyone how the lack of imagination <laughs> the two you have. But I didn't do it. Oh, oh. damn. Jumping to conclusions. Uh. Yeah, stop insulting before you know that we've done the things. Uh, Wikipedia, a list of the richest people in the world, 2017. Wow. How many scientists are on that list? That is a great little twist. You find out who the richest person in the world is, you kill them and you take their identity. Well, not bad, but that's not how Fuck, science... that's brilliant. I should have thought <laughs> of that. That's not how science um, would do Elon it. Musk is up there, I imagine. He's an engineer. He, Does he count? He's on the top 10, and I wouldn't count him as a scientist. Oh, you fucking... Ooh, what would you count him as, then? Yeah. A technologist? I don't futurist? Know. What does he... What does he have a degree in? I think he's an engineer. Not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Take well, that. Take that, engineer. Elon, Elon well, I mean, Musk. We just, we just talked about ERA rankings, and uh, engineering is in a different... Uh, code than what science is. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is a. I'm very. That's well done. So there you go. All right. So uh, a lot of them actually have to do with information technology. So we got Bill Gates. We got Mark Zuckerberg. We've got Jeff Bezos. Who um, the f is that? Jeff Bezos. Uh, Amazon.com. Ooh, that's good. And other things. So uh, you're not being a scientist. You're not going to get to the richest person in the world mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i had to go for a different list unfortunately wikipedia doesn't have the top 10 list of richest scientists <laughs> in the world well there's a niche that needs to be filled <laughs> well it has been filled by successstory.com well done <laughs> success story whoa what's that com. it's, a website. it's a website where there's a, a list of the richest scientists in the world wow and so i don't have the entire list of 10 here but i i noticed a trend What's the trend? The rich scientists aren't rich because they came up with a good invention <gasps> and then that invention started making more and more money. Yeah. The rich scientists are rich because they wrote a book, that book became popular, and then they went on to talking tours, uh, uh, breakfast TV, and became science communicators. Richard Dawkins, Neil deGrasse Tyson. These are the guys? These are the guys. Oh, oh my God. I that's, see. That's, a, that's what you I do. wonder if they spent a whole year freelancing, really struggling <laughs> to make ends meet. <laughs> so you, you, you stop being a real scientist. Yes. And wow. become a science publicist. Yes. That's interesting. Ah. All right. So, so who's on the top? So successstory.com, James Watson from Watson and Crick. Yeah. Uh, he actually made his money uh, from books. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. Worked at Cambridge. Yeah, I know well. Yep. Uh, Noam Chomsky is on the list. Yep. Jane Goodall, the ape oh, woman. Uh, the, is Noam Chomsky a scientist? Chip woman. He's a linguist. Is that a scientist? According to successstory.com. No, I disagree with that. <laughs> Continue. Uh, Hang on, we're, we're not letting engineers in, but linguists we're, we're letting, are all we're, right. We're letting in linguists. Yeah, no, that's. I think uh, yeah. he was a psychology, was, which he, is a health science. All oh, right, no, he wasn't no, no, a cunning no, no, linguist. No, no. Oh, all right, moving that on. Had to happen. Um, uh, uh, Richard Dawkins, we talked about he evolutionary was, biologist. Uh, Stephen Hawkins, uh, some kind of mathematician or physicist. Yeah, physicist, and Kathleen Taylor. Who's Kathleen Taylor? Uh, Ooh, sexist. <laughs> <laughs> she was a, a neuro neurobiologist. Wow. Very good. Uh, Very so good. her books are mostly on the mind. And so these are the five out of the top ten in successstory.com. The other five are all uh, engineers, basically. So there's right. Moore from Moore's Law, who's part owner of Intel. And so they've made money more from just being on the board or being at the, like they've made companies, Mm. but it hasn't really been their, like they haven't, their invention hasn't been the cornerstone of this company. So you're telling us that all this effort, getting patents and working hard, trying to find, it's It's pointless. It's not going to, I mean, the only, it's not going to make you rich. It's just going to benefit society and that's it. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. That's it. That's all it's it's gonna not going to make me famous. No. It's just going to benefit the world. Fuck it. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. So there you go. I mean, James Watson, he sold his Nobel Prize for $4.1 million. So that's a Did way really? for yeah. a, a regular scientist, a regular scientist, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, a scientist just the with a Nobel one. Prize to sell yeah. there. Yeah. Wow. Um. So does that mean that you're now working on a book? Yes. Yeah. So my oh yeah, but there's a there's a catch here. They wrote good books that were entertaining. Oh, no, have you read Dawkins stuff? It's a piece of shit. Yeah, I, but he's got to do he's got to do this yet. So you think I can't? So goal number. So here's my step um, to make becoming rich. Can I weigh rich. in? Wait, can I weigh right, in? You can on weigh that in question? after I've finished. Yes, I don't think you can do it. I said you can weigh in after I've finished, and then you just right. said what you wanted to say anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till the end then. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. <laughs> All right. Now, step number one in becoming rich as a scientist have a mediocre science career. Done. Check. <laughs> <laughs> you right. hit me off at the past there. Well done. Two, write a popular book. Three, have be controversial and outspoken on topics mm. in order to get yourself uh, invited to give talks around the world. Uh, you give talks at, at companies and on breakfast TV shows and other things like that. And number four, rake in the cash. <laughs> All right, wow. It literally, with so a rake. Number four probably. is literally something you have to be able to do. Yeah. Bring it wow. on. All right, so yeah. what's your book going to be and what's going to be controversial about it? All right, so my book is going to be about how um, nanotechnology changed the world. Okay. All right. Hot right. topic. Hot topic. And <laughs> my controversial opinions is I'm just going to disagree with whatever is currently yeah. uh, being asked about at the moment. So they're going to, there's these media alerts saying we want someone to give opinions on this. I'm just going to have the opposite opinion to what's going to be the most common one or, really, or the most outspoken opinion. Mm. On right. It. So when people say things are going to get smaller and smaller with technology, you're yeah. going to go, no, nah, they're getting bigger. Yep. Computers are getting more massive. I'm going to say things... No, I'm going to go... I'm going to extrapolate it too far. I'm going to say it's pretty soon things aren't going to exist. Whoa! 
Whoa. Okay. That that's that is pretty avant-garde. How much is your speaking fees? Because I'm I'm now interested. Well, I'll start low and I'll go high. So yeah. I'm going to go up a dollar every time. That seems a bit. But I'm just gonna no, it's going to take you years <laughs> to get to like a yeah, hundred. Starting bucks. at one dollar. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to uh, increase that. <laughs> well, I haven't really thought that through. <laughs> to to be confirmed. That, well, okay. that uh, that is a brilliant insight into how to get rich. Yeah. As a scientist, I That's, hadn't even thought about that. I thought so. That you are actually on the path to science. Oh, to I know it's richness. Oh yeah. Oh, my nipples are hard. Yeah. No, I love it, schmoops. So love you. it. That's All right. What you a know, great good. insight. An great actual insight. possible way to become rich is with science. Yeah. I now let's listen to your bollocks where you talk <laughs> mostly about yourself. <laughs> I disagree. I think neither of your ideas would get anyone rich. That's the first time I've heard him say bollocks. I think that was excellent. I actually, so this week, I actually came up with a proper science theorist. I actually did a lot Come of on. study on this. Yeah. Come on, mate. No teleportation. And then what did you actually do? There's, yeah. no, there's no robots. <laughs> yeah, get on. You there's said this last no week. Give her clothes. Come on. Give her clothes. We, we remember what you said last week, even if you don't. All that you have to accept is that I can time travel. No. All right. All that you have to accept is that uh, James Bond plots are real. No. Okay. Luckily, I've got a third one. <laughs> Getting rich. Yeah. What is rich? What is rich? I'm Top 1%. It, I'm setting it as $10 million by the time I'm 50. Okay. So what do you got? Uh, six months? <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> we're assuming we're going back to when someone is is born, is, is young. What okay. could you do from the very beginning? Okay. You'll set this yeah. goal. Invest in Amazon. So you don't know the future. <laughs> You don't know oh, the future. Okay. There's no time travel. Yep. But I can do time travel. I've got a time travel one. <laughs> I could do that. Anyway, All right. So we're pursuing wealth. Nothing else. had a good one. What are we going to do? We're going to have to minimize costs. No girlfriends. No marriage. <laughs> no kids. <laughs> no friends. No fun. Only the pursuit of cash. Yeah. So we're doing things like we're simply accruing wealth. We're living as cheaply as possible. Yeah. Minimum calories for the average man, 1,700 per day. Yeah. That's all we're eating. That's all we're doing. We're working part-time jobs all throughout our life, living at home as long as possible. Poor mum and dad. Yep. They're suffering. They're suffering along with it. And and you get to eat their food as well. Exactly. Mm. So you're minimizing costs as much as possible. Metal detector in spare time to find coins, etc. You're looking down the back of every lounge you go to. I come to your house, Snoopy. I'm looking down the back of the lounges, looking for loose coins. Loose I think you're, you're better off spending your time working a job than doing the metal detector. This is this is this is any spare time I have. I'm always on the lookout for cash. Now, what do I study? What do I, what job do I do? The profession in Australia, the highest paying job, surgeon. Average annual salary three three hundred thousand. $361,000. I want to I kind of want to say is that it? Because it is a lot of money, but it's not as mental as I thought it was no, going to be. No, 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 not to get to the goal that I I want. So mm. what I'm doing is my maximum earning potential is when I hit 35. Yeah. Let's assume that throughout my frugal Hang on, you're telling me I haven't peaked yet. No, not quite yet. Oh, yes. You've got two <laughs> years to peak, man. You've got a long way to go. Oh, I'm earning about $1,000 a month at the moment. So let's assume that over the course of my study, I had part-time jobs and blah, blah, blah. I've managed to accrue $500,000 by the mm. time I'm 35 and I'm a surgeon on three. Did you do the math on that? Did the math. Well In done. fact, 500000 was a very low estimate. I could have actually saved a lot more. Because I've got no girlfriend, no family, no, no wife, no kids, no costs, nothing. 
Uh, I put in high interest savings account, maximum of 10%. So after 10 years with an initial amount of 500,000, I will have 4.8 million. What savings account has 10% interest? This is the maximum possible. I'm going to look this up on the internet, so it must be true. Well, actually, so Vanguard indexed funds over 10 years have, been, have given about a 6 to 10% um, gain each Even year. Even recently? Yeah, I think actually the stock market just peaked just before Christmas. It was mm. the take historical piece, highs. Take that piece of information, wrap it up tight, and put it where the sun don't shine. And... Seems. I win. It reinvest dividends and compound in- yes. interest. more. It's mental. I win. Okay. So, obviously possible. <laughs> now. I don't know why I'm backing him up so much. <laughs> how do I get this to 10 million? I looked into the stock market. Prostitution. No, stock market. You sell your kidney. What is the best kind of stock to go into? What's, what do you call the stock that's the most stable that is always going to give a good return? Like blue chips. Blue chip. Yeah. And what's a company in Australia that's... The Combank? No, it's going to be about him, so it's BHP. Exactly. Well done. Yeah. How is that about me? Oh, because you stupid linkage grants with BHP. Uh, he's I making even, connections. I didn't even realise I was making it about myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so natural. Thank you, <laughs> So, um, looking at past trends, uh, the lowest point for BHP has been between $20 and $30. They're a mining company. And it uh, typically rises to about a maximum of $50 per share. And there's been two or three times every 10 years where it does this. Did this this really have to come last? It does this plummet (sighs) and this rise. Are your other ones better? No. Uh, (laughs) I then invest that money twice over the course of the 10 years. In what? In BHP. Oh, okay. It does the dip. It yep. does the rise, so I only invest when it's between twenty and thirty dollars. It rises to fifty. I double my money each time, and I get to fifteen million five hundred and fifty thousand. Wow! There's a problem. What's the problem? I forgot about, <laughs> I forgot about tax. Oh yeah, you get capitals gain. Capital when I take tax. out when I take out tax it's about twenty on the interest. When I take out tax on the earnings, it's going to be at ten million. I end up with. Wants. Eight million seven hundred twenty-seven thousand oh. eight hundred fifty-four. I didn't make it. Failure. Jesus, didn't make it. How how much is that tax? That's a rip-off. It's massive, isn't it? It's fifty uh, percent because you're in the highest the, tax bracket on the earning. Yeah. yeah, on the earning. So Jesus, the the message is is listeners getting rich is really difficult. Yeah. Well, well, well right. done, everyone. Thanks, guys. Is provided by the awesome Adelaide based band Boysrom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, like the Facebook page, join in the forum. Anyman on it. Anyman on it. Anyman on it. Yeah. Buy our mugs or win them. Yeah, best comment. Best comment. I will drink out of each of them. Well done. And leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast. Cameron, you were just listening to Publish Perishop Podcast, and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, Ingo Thank Cooper. What? Thanks, Ingo. One week too early, best comment of the week came from Ingo, uh, talking about um, episode 48, and he wrote, bring your own plate, it's not a dinner party, it's a picnic. Hashtag best comment ever. Very good. Well done, Ingo. Well done, well done. P-pop hugs for you. Okay. Uh, Chris will actually hug you when he sees you. Okay. Done. He's going to run away from you when he sees me. No, love it. He'll love it. Uh, final farewells. 
Goodbye from T-Bone. Cheerio. Bye, T-Bag. Bye.